Welcome to Sports, Wheels, and Reels with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. One show, two guys, three topics, unlimited possibilities. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Engage with us on social media or email us at podcast at mmsubaru.com. And now, welcome your hosts, Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Welcome in Sports, Wheels, and Reels. I'm Austin. He's Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Good to uh, be back. Doing fine. Some crazy news yesterday. I was going to say, I wish there was something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, right. Good thing we're doing a Monday show. <laughs> we, we have to recap our visit to the movies. As a show last week, we have to talk about the good news from Subaru. And, of course, some guy named Quinn Snyder. Snyder. Blows up the Sunday newscast. At least he didn't wait till the 4th of July. Yeah, right? Sorry. That was, Gordon. Yeah. Gosh, that hurts. That's really tough as a jazz. <laughs> That's still painful, like, six years later. Oh, <laughs> there is a bit of... You know, it's been six years since Hayward did that test. There's a, there's a little bit of a bruise still showing there, yeah. All, All right. right, we'll talk about that and more next on Sports Wheels and Reels. I'm Spencer Kofed, and my Subaru is Extreme Adventure. Outback's really great for my livestock. It has just enough space for all my gear, but it's not crazy big of a footprint. If any of my friends were looking to buy a Subaru, I'd, I'd recommend Mark Miller Subaru since you never feel like they're, they're hiding stuff from you. Whether it's skiing, skydiving, mountain bikes, surfing, my Subaru gets me out on my adventures. Subaru is a brand I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the Utah retailer that I love. Let's start. Where, let's, start. Let's, let's go into it. The Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Should we start with this? Yeah, there's our, <laughs> that's our standard photo. We have to. The photo's going to be there of Rudy and Donovan until we know what happens. Now, do we have more insight I think into what's gonna, about to happen? This is going to be part of this conversation okay. today, but does, what does this affect that? Because this is just the first step, right? So now right. we go to the, the news of the day. Quinn Snyder, uh, it's been long reported and rumored here on this show, I didn't ever feel confident that he was sticking around, uh, but it, that he was considering departing the Utah Jazz. And yesterday, uh, Woj made it official, and today Quinn spoke at a presser about it, and he's gone. He's out. He's out. The question, did they, I didn't hear the question, did they just let him out of his contract? Uh, I don't think they got into that. Quinn Snyder is very private about his That's financials. really interesting because he yeah. has two years left on his contract, so he can't technically just step away. Uh, well, he could, but he doesn't have to get paid anymore. But I think there's got to be penalty clauses the other way, doesn't there? Maybe. Maybe right. so. There was, talk, uh, there was talk before about the Jazz trading him. Well, and you can technically trade a coach. Well, Danny Ainge has done it. Yeah, you can trade a coach for a draft pick or for money or for whatever if you want to let him out of the contract. Say he takes a job down in San Antonio when a Popovich retires very soon. <laughs> Not like that's <laughs> planned already. <laughs> that's my guess, right? Yeah. That's everyone's guess that he, he replaces Popovich. Uh, yeah, I also I heard from someone else that Philadelphia... Could become available. So, so what do you think? I don't think it's next season, though. So why do you leave? Okay, so Austin Horton's opinion mixed with informations that I've gathered have in the world. Are your sources better than Woj's? I have one source that I think would be better than Woj. Uh, we're not gonna get I'll just that. put it this way. He's very, very, very close to Quinn Snyder. Right. That's one source I have. Um, there was 
a growing discord over the last three years, four seasons, or four years, three seasons, I should say, between the front office and Quinn Snyder, between Quinn Snyder and the players, and between some of the players and the whole organization. So is it Zanuck? I thought Zanuck nope. and Quinn were buddies. It's not Zanuck. Because Zanuck and Quinn were buddies. Let's. I'll be. I'll be brutally open and honest here. Dennis Lindsay and Quinn Snyder butted heads. Right. I think a lot of people have gathered that by NFL now. For sure. Justin Zanuck was the buffer that Quinn Snyder requested come back to Utah to buffer between he and Dennis. So here's your next. Not question. that he and Dennis hated each other. They just they just were opposites. Do you make any tells out of the fact that Justin Zanuck wasn't at the press conference? I think that Justin Zanuck should make. Tells Plans. from that, yeah. You think Justin Zanuck's gone? Yeah, uh, yeah. And if he is, Danny Ainge is going to take over one hundred percent. If I were Justin Zanuck, I would leave. Why would you want to be a, like second new player? owner? There's clearly a love affair between the new owner and the part-time guru that is suddenly running things in Danny Ainge, who didn't want to do the day-to-day bleep. Not so much three weeks ago. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. So if I were Justin Zanuck, I'd probably say, "Hey, Quinn, call me when you're going somewhere." <laughs> Right, uh, But I, I do think, bottom line, I think that Quinn Snyder believes what I believed. The team was not no longer responding to Quinn Snyder's leadership. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the team believed that, too. Like, I think the team was, was going to give him an extension or something like that, but I think there could be some good to this. I think losing a top 10 coach, in my opinion, on the X's and O's side, right. I think that hurts. But I think the Jazz... I think this could be a good reset for the Jazz, where they could actually keep <laughs> those two together. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, maybe. I think bringing in a new coach is something that could salvage this. I think trying to run this back with Quinn, we've seen what it does. Yeah. Right? You bring in a new leadership, maybe you bring in a Johnny Bryant. Okay. Right? Who's very, very good friends with Donovan. He knows Grudy. He's worked with him before. More of a player's coach. Johnny Bryant also played a part in Gordon Hayward deciding to leave the Utah Jazz. Which led to Donovan. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think Gordon... Not that Bryant I bad talk I jazz, think in yeah. hindsight, Gordon Hayward leaving the Jazz was a good thing. The Jazz are better off than they would be with Gordon Hayward. That's for sure. Right. Uh, the Whoever the next head coach is, let me ask you this. What you about said, Alex Jensen? Uh, I would like... I think Alex Jensen is an NBA head coach. He's had his chances elsewhere in his family, and he did not want to leave Utah. Mm-hmm. But that was with a different ownership group. Quinn Snyder kept him from the Ty Corbin staff. Yep. Uh, and now there's nobody left from those years. So here's the interesting, right? So say you have Alex Jensen and Johnny Bryan as your two front runners. Would you label them Alex as a Rudy guy and Johnny's a Donovan guy? Yes, 100%. Right? 100%. 100%. 100%. That's the deal. And that becomes the story. Yes, if they choose Johnny Bryant. They're choosing Donovan. And they choose Alex Jensen. They're choosing Rudy. Because Alex is yeah. Rudy's coach and Johnny was Donovan's coach. And this exercise right here just is a testament further to why Quinn Snyder is done with it. Totally. That, there, it is, whole... there is lines in the sand now. Donovan, Rudy. And that's where it got to. And part of that is Quinn's fault, but also... A lot of it is not Quinn's fault. Who else do you like out there? Uh, I would love to see the Jazz suddenly sweep, swoop in and grab Kenny Atkinson away from Michael Jordan and yeah. the Charlotte Hornets. I think that he's Quinn Snyder 2.0, but with a, a better eye towards 
uh, player harmony. Yes. <laughs> Actually, ego management. Yeah, yeah, I think that was always Quinn's demise. Is he didn't he want he was over that stuff. He wanted them just to be players, show up to work, and run the X's and O's. Yeah, and he had players like Joe Ingles that handled that sort of thing for him. He didn't have to be that and kind. Then of Joe coach. Ingles goes away. Yep. yep. How would our season then change if Joe didn't get hurt? That's a good question because he was not contributing on the court. But we, I think we found out he was contributing in the locker room. He was the duct tape. He was. You see, have you seen that infomercial with the the flex tape yeah. where he cuts the hole out of the bottom yeah, of the boat? The, yeah, then the, that was the Joe. Yeah. That was the guy you put the tape on. It. <laughs> yes, it solves all the problems. He was the flex seal yeah. of the Utah Jazz in their drama, and that went away, and the boat sank. So that's a pretty good read on it. How, so, but now that you've got Quinn Snyder leaving, and you said. You might it might be good might be good. You're not saying it will be, but it might be good for the Donovan Rudy drama to to be quelled a little. I want to believe that, but I wonder if Quinn Snyder truly thinks that it's unsalvageable to steal a term between the two of them. Because there's one guy who would not be where he is, period, without Quinn Snyder, and there's another guy who thinks he's a lot better. Than he is with Quinn Snyder, mm-hmm. and now is going to be without Quinn Snyder. So that's the question: is so as you look for new coaches, so you talk about Alex or Johnny Bryant. So if they're going that way, they're picking a player, in my opinion, right? So if they go Alex, I think they're going to go to go very route and try and get rid of Donovan. They go Johnny Bryant, they're going to go Donovan and try and get rid of Rudy. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I view that side. Then there's the outside guy, right? The Atkinson or the what's the Adrian? What's the Toronto? Assistance and Griffin, yeah, Griffin. What about Becky Hammond? Becky Hammond's. So I saw Tony Jones reply to a tweet about that. Becky Hammond's under contract for three more seasons as the assistant head coach of the Aces. Yes, and the Jazz. They weren't willing to buy. Or excuse her out. me, the head coach of the Aces. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I got Aces and assistant yeah. together. The Jazz aren't willing to buy her pay out. up what you have to to. But what's a sorry to say? What's a WNBA coach making? Um, a couple million. Think so? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Should they be? Yes, yes but they're not. But yeah, I don't think that buyout would be too crazy. But that's it's a three year buyout. It's not just a one season deal. Yeah. So maybe it would be a million and a half. My guess is in the next. Two weeks, you're going to hear a lot of names and interviews and people coming in. The dumbest tweet I've ever seen, by the way, the guy who wins dumbest tweet is Woj. When he tweeted out, the Jazz now are going to search for a new head coach. It's like, really? (laughs) Good job, Woj. Way to break that one. Glad I have your notifications on for that. (laughs) Now that he's gone, they're going to search for a new one. Really? Like, you're going to search? Of course you're going to search (laughs) for a new Nope, they're going to be the first team ever to go with four assistants. The Lakers basically have LeBron as coach. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think the Jazz have a name and have had a name They reserve? Danny Ainge and Ryan Smith have been planning for this. They know it's coming. I mean, if it wasn't coming this year, then it was coming next year. Then the moment you've got a coach who those guys, it's all about stability and dependability in this world where coaches get fired every day. Yeah. Declines extensions. Yeah. You got to be ready for all season. Yeah. When you're giving this guy a three to five year extension, he's just telling you no. It's a bad sign. His agent at one point said, "Stop asking. We're not talking about it anymore." Yeah. Um. How? So let's say this. Wait, you know what a crazy thing is that I found the other day. So CAA. Yeah. Represents Donovan. Do you know who they also represent? Uh, Johnny Bryant and Quinn Snyder. And guess who else? Uh, who? Woj. Oh, I learned that. Too. How crazy is yeah. that? How can the, the well, agency of a guy breaking news who's supposed to be like a 
neutral journalist be represented by the same agency as the guys he's pitching? Yep. That's horrible. Yeah. Like, ESPN should be ashamed of themselves. Like, well, they, 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 they don't care by this point. They don't care. But, like, yeah. it's so crazy how incestuous the whole thing is. Well, and w- that's let's talk about that for a moment. That seconds after this comes out, suddenly Donovan Mitchell report comes out oh, as unnerved and unsettled. And, that's crap. I don't believe any of that crap. And then there was a segment on an ESPN show where they talked about does Donovan Mitchell, oh, Stephen A. Smith saying Donovan Mitchell does not want to be in Utah, and Donovan's mom retweeted it. Really? Oh, you didn't hear about that? that Yeah, Nicole Mitchell retweeted it. She has taken it down, but but it's entirely possible that it was one of those accidental retweets, but it's not. You know what I mean? And and you never know in this world, right? And she's not his, it's his decision, but anyway, if they go Johnny Bryant, they are all in on trying to keep Donovan. Oh, for sure. And he still might walk. I I really like Johnny Bryant as a coach, though. Do you know who also pitched for Johnny Bryant out there in the world? Darren Williams. Darren oh, Williams, to say Johnny yeah, Darren Williams posted on Instagram yesterday a big, like, the five guys that were named for playing with all of X's on them and a big check mark above Johnny Bryant. Was Greg Ostertag on that list? No. Because Tag has said he'd be interested. Greg Ostertag hates basketball. He was just joking. <laughs> he did say that. Isn't he sitting on a farm drinking beer somewhere? <laughs> I'm sure, and playing hockey. In his <laughs> That's all he wanted to do in life. Uh, so that we will have more on this in I'm the sure weeks this to come. will be more to come, and a lot more on this. Yeah, well, this is now on a directly related to that. Now it gets to a draft coming that, up. What's that show, 24, yeah. where the clock That's ticks? By hour, by the hour. clock has now started ticking yeah, on that. Sure. So. All right, NBA Finals. Yeah. Ooh, uh, a pretty new trophy. I, Will we ever I see didn't one? know there was a new it's trophy. It's nice looking. You're telling me Isn't all it? the names are I on see here. see the cool net going like up Like Lord now? Stanley. Yeah, what like was Stanley it before? Yeah, look, there's all the names of all the champions are going on it, and I guess there's room for 25 more. Is that it? And then they can flip it. Then, like, the ring oh. flips, and so it'll be on both sides of it, I guess, or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Didn't the old one have a net? Yeah, I thought it did. Yeah, but it didn't really look like that. But it was the idea was it didn't have the lines on it. That thing was supposed to be a net. Did uh, you ever realize that, that? That was supposed to be a ball going into a net? That's I idea did, but it was really skinny. Yeah, so I mean, it was like this. But. Yeah, so this is actually supposed to look like a ball going into a net. So the Larry O'Brien trophy. And I did not submit my picks for the finals. You did. I did. And I picked Boston. Oh, did you? I did pick Boston. Good for you. Uh, I, as you know, I picked Miami to be there instead of Boston. And, so. it's, and really, it's just because I hate Draymond Green. <laughs> There's certain players in the NBA I just don't like. Yeah. And he's one of them. He's just a punk. <laughs> he's just a 100% punk. Yeah. He should get thrown out of every game in the first quarter if yeah. they treated him like every other player. Yeah. And they don't. And it makes me mad and sad. <laughs> they don't just throw him out of every game. And and yet he is so interesting. Did you see that play where he literally just bowled through three players? Well, like, he started. It was like a pick and roll at the top of the key for Steph. He literally just goes one by one with his hands like this and goes through three different guys at the top of the key. And Steph shoots a three-pointer, and they don't call anything. He, he's just <laughs> at Every second he's on the court, he's daring the officials to blow their whistle. Yeah, and the official doesn't want to be the guy that throws him out in the first quarter every <laughs> game. Right. And he's winning that fight. And the NBA needs to step up and just tell the official, call it like you're supposed to. So let's do this. I still, I still say Golden State. Okay. You say Boston. It's now 1-1. Boston stole game one. So the advantage is still Boston right now. And since I failed to put in my, my we're picks. We're even on the rest of the bats. We are 2-2. Two and two. So we'll go back to the hat bat for the finals. I got to say, you're giving me the slight advantage because we've stolen home court. Yeah. We're we've. Still going. <laughs> we've. I'm going Boston now. I've given up on the job. We've stolen, <laughs> we've stolen home I court. Really like you them. bum. I really like all the Boston players. 
Do you? I do. Hmm. Marcus I don't. Smart I don't care for Marcus Smart. Yeah. But I love Tatum and I love Jalen Brown. I would kill to have Brown on our team. Let me ask you this: Who's the better player, Jason Tatum or Donovan Mitchell? I'd rather have Tatum. They remember they were summer league yeah. against each oh, other. For sure. At this point, I'd rather have Tatum. And mostly, I think it's just the drama. Would you rather have Jalen Brown or Donovan Mitchell? Donovan. I think I might want Jalen Brown. I'd love to have Jalen Brown. Though. Yeah. I'd love to have Jalen Brown and Donovan. <laughs> well, I mean, could I do that? <laughs> uh, that's you could. All right, so the bet's in place. All right, so, so let it be written. I got a nice Laker hat for you to wear again. No, it's got to be different. Got to be different. I'll, I'll find something else. You can't put me in BYU. No, I can't. T- but okay, that's, so I that's easy. some other kind of pain. I'll put you in a UCLA hat. I've got a rainbow colored poop emoji hat that Miles got at Lagoon yesterday. That'll. It's a poop emoji <laughs> hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Pride Month, man. Rainbow works. <laughs> yeah, it'll work great. Part, right? I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, I was all the way through Lagoon yesterday. That's great. Uh, all right, that's <laughs> it for sports this week. More drama to come. But on the other side, great news from Subaru. Uh, real sad, yeah. And also, uh, we're doing something great this month with Subaru here in the month of June. Tell you about it next on Wheels. My name is Sierra Hudson. My Subaru is safety for my family. So this past winter, we hit a black ice and we just started to slide. And and it was just one of those moments where you truly feel helpless. It's a, it's, I know it's a car, but it means so much more to us and our family. Subaru is one of the safest brands and I've personally lived that. Subaru is a brand you can trust and Mark Miller Subaru is the local Utah retailer that you will love. Jeff, it's no secret as we kick off the wheels segment here that uh, the the supply shortages have touched every part of everyone's lives. Especially Subaru. Especially Subaru. <laughs> this been rough. Torque News had a piece that the headline, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it baited me into reading it, so they did a good job picking the headline, but yeah. it's a doomsday headline and the article's not a doomsday article. <laughs> but the fact that uh, we're down to 5,000 or so you, or new vehicles nationwide. Which is crazy. I don't want to know where these 5,000 cars are. We've got none. <laughs> <laughs> I got like six out there. Like, where, where are all these dealers hoarding inventory? All in California. <laughs> all right. Uh, ta- ta- CEO Tamomi Nakamura, you've met him. Uh-huh. I met Thomas. Uh, he said the Subaru's current U.S. inventory level is extremely low, around a five-day supply. Next year, we will have to rebuild this inventory to normal levels, and we think that's going to take about a year through gradual buildup. So that is kind of the... Bad news versus the, before the good so news. So get perspective on 5,000 cars. Yeah. Normal inventory is about a, for Subaru is about a 30 or 45-day supply. So a 30-day supply, we've never been 45, but 30-day supply. Is what does that 30-day supply mean? What does that 50 mean? 50 to 60,000 cars Okay. in this country. Okay. So it's about 10 times what we have now. Okay. So we're one-tenth currently. So they're basically saying that they're expecting in the next year for us to gradually get back up to that level. In order for us to do that, so basically what's happening right now is they give us about about 40,000 cars a month we've been seeing the last few months in the United States that's wholesaled to us to sell. That number needs to be 60. More at 40? Needs to be 60. So the the hope is... And Subaru's got the capacity. They have the factories. It's about suppliers and market trips and 
getting supplies for. Yeah. Uh, the, the people even. The hard one to find right now is the Forester because it's got a microchip problem in all of its own, mm-hmm. its own problem. Yeah, and it's not unique to the Crosscheck. So the Crosscheck and Forester are built next to each other side by side. So they're building a lot more Crosscheck. So this summer we're going to be flush in the Crosscheck world and we're getting through all our Crosscheck orders. And I think our allocation of Crosschecks this month's like 45 or 50 per store. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and we had, I think they're closing again today temporarily, the 23 order. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has been open since Friday. So we've gotten a lot of those orders in. And that that, that is the good news is that in 2023, Subaru is projecting a 28% increase in supply. They have to try and get their global sales back up close to a million again. The long-term goal for the American market is 800,000 cars just in America. Right now, we're tracking this year for high fives or mid wow. hundreds. Yeah. The goal, the high mark was about six. 80, I think, 682 or something like that. But mm-hmm. I, I think in the next two years, we can get up to 750. And, I, cool. and I'm, we're going to go in July, we go to the National Business Conference in Texas. Just really, Texas in July? It's I, a weird I decision. That's a bad decision, but we'll get beyond that. <laughs> and the holes are cheaper in July. Hopefully, we'll find out. Yeah, hopefully, we'll find out more about their long term plans and what they're expecting for this year. But I, th- I think we're at the bottom. Okay. I think we're moving our way back up. We've reached the bottom. I think this is the bottom right now. It can't get worse than we've seen, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's glass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? A glass. Yeah, I don't know. The glass um, table. It's bad. Uh, the, uh, but I, the fact that it's a 28% projection and yeah. not something crazy like 50, 60 makes me think that they are actually being honest with themselves when they project for 2023 and and that gives me great hope i think so too and i think the hope is that we also get some more insight on what the future product plan looks like the nice thing they made a huge announcement talking about bringing evs in-house which is monstrous that's changing to to make our own evs the hope is to expand the ev lineup so it's not just the solterra we've got whether it's just evs or plugins our hope is that they move plugins across the whole thing so instead of just having a cross-check plugin we can have an outback plugin and forester plug an ascent plugin Please. Plug-in would be yeah. amazing. Things yeah. like that. Because I think the plug-in market's still there and it's yeah. going to be there for the next decade. But we need to expand the electric market. And I think the Solterra, we should see our first Solterra on the ground in the next two, three weeks. That's my guess. Really? I'm expecting end of we're expecting end of June, early July. So that's we have a showroom one coming. I know that. Yeah, we've got an SSLP one that we'll have for test drives. Cool. So awesome. I I think we're at the bottom of it. I think we're moving back. I'm going actually to headquarters in New Jersey tomorrow. You've been called to headquarters. I've been called to headquarters on they the national board. They put up the board. Subaru sign. The Subaru logo with the sign. I have to head out tonight on the red eye and <laughs> hopefully sleep on an airplane, but we'll see. Yeah. But I'm I'm optimistic, which is more than I've been in the last three or four months. I'm very optimistic about where we're going in the next six That's to That's a good word months. for it, yeah. So. All right, our Love Promise Spotlight. I wanted to talk about what Subaru, is this the fourth year they've, they've done like this? Uh-huh. It's a big cause of Tom Dahl's. The, the uh, Subaru Cares, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, have partnered with the, Leuke- what is the, the Leukemia, Leukemia Society, LLS. All of June, for the fourth consecutive year now, you can come into our store, write a note uh, of encouragement and love and support for these kids that are dealing with something that kids should never, never have to ever even know what it means, mm-hmm. leukemia and or lymphoma. Um, and by the end of the month, uh, Subaru is going to deliver like 43,000 blankets. So we'll attach the notes to blankets as we donate it to the hospital. So everyone who gets a blanket will have one of the notes. And there's these cool arts and crafts kits that are being handed out to these kids as well. Uh, so come in, 
we have it just right in our showroom floor. If, if Don't worry about, we're not like tra the traditional car place. If you come in, we're not going to haggle you to buy something. Yeah, come in and just sign a note and leave at either one of our locations. Yeah. So 35, yeah. 35 South State Street or 109th South State in Southtown Auto Mall. Either one, right on the showroom floor and come in and sign a note for a cancer patient. And you can uh, find out more about Subaru Loves to Care at lls.org slash Subaru. And, of course, our website, Mark Miller Subaru, as well. All right, that's it for Wheels this week. Coming up next, we had a great time out uh, last week. a lot week. of our podcast listeners as well. Yeah, thanks for being there to tell you about Top Gun Maverick and what's coming out this week as well. Stay tuned. My name's Jamie Usry, and my Subaru is Freedom. I've had so many animals over the years. One of the things that I love about Mark Miller Subaru is they're the largest animal welfare supporter in the Salt Lake Valley. You may not even realize it, but they're probably supporting a nonprofit that you love in the community. And my wife and I, our daughter Harper and our dogs, we're just so happy that we picked Mark Miller Subaru. Subaru is a brand that I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the local retailer that I love. Our thanks to everyone at Megaplex Cottonwood uh, uh, for, for putting on an amazing, uh, being great hosts last yeah, Thursday night. We had. Ashley fun. and Mike knocked it out of the park with their, their uh, chip in as well. Got a full theater. Brandy at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Utah. Lots of donations. Yeah, a ton we of donations. We gave her a cool jazz gift pack. We predicted Quinn Snyder leaving right <laughs> then and there in the theater. It was pretty amazing. Uh, Jeff, Jeff made it happen. I, I made a poll of the theater while we were there. I think literally two people raised their hand and thought that Quinn Snyder would be our coach next year. I yeah, your question, was, was, <laughs> your question was, who thinks Quinn Snyder will be the coach next year? And it was so quiet. I think Miles was the only one to raise his hand. Miles was like, <laughs> me, I guess. <laughs> the was, pity he vote. Was, he, was, he was wrong. <laughs> it was incorrect. Oh, but we had a blast at Top Gun Maverick. And let me tell you, we waited so long for this movie. And it was worth it. And it was it delivered. It was amazing. I have, And I don't mean to be exaggerate, man. But I have not seen a more hyped product deliver more than was expected since LeBron James. Yeah. This movie uh, was hyped beyond hyped. It was. I thought it was exceptional. And I, right now it's... It's in your top ten. That's why I Right now it's like it's, in my top ten. That's amazing. Now your I'm a little emotional. very difficult to get into. You know? <laughs> it is. If yeah. you've ever heard him argue about his top ten, it is a hard <laughs> top ten. Like, to get in that top ten, like, that yeah. takes something. There's no movies past ten. Did you see what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? No. 98. Well, what's, should I have 100? Yeah, who with two of the 2%? Probably the guys that are suing them for stealing the story. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I that's saw that. They're the 2%. I saw that. Uh, and, you know, I you hope You know they, what the funny part about that is? Uh -huh. Is because the agreement only went through 2020 when they thought the movie was going to be released. They have no leg to stand on. Yeah, they're going to lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they're going to say it was substantially complete in 2020, and only you know, maybe they added a scene or two, and yeah. then they're going to lose. But it's <laughs> funny that... But seriously, if you haven't seen it, 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 especially if you've been worried about it disappointing you, it won't. Did you cry? I did not cry. How close to crying were you? Uh, not, I wouldn't even say I was, I didn't have tears well up, but I definitely felt it, right. you, know, you know, especially when he's dressed in his dress whites and he goes into the bar and not to spoil anything, but he yeah. says what he says, even though you can't hear it. Yeah. You just know what's going on. You're like, 
it was really, really good. Yeah, and good. I can't wait to see it again. The Lady Gaga song. You figured out the connection on the female character, right? Oh yeah, Penny, yeah. From the first movie, the first one, she was just kind of a, just kind of a throwaway. In mention. the first movie, yeah, first one, yeah. the Admiral's daughter. She plays a big part of this movie. She's got her own life, which they, by the way, thank goodness it wasn't the typical damsel in distress saved by the soldier story. Yeah, she had her own thing, independent, yeah. strong woman. I loved it. Uh, but that Lady Gaga song is now Stuck playing over and over at my house because my three year old not only loves the song, but we've shown her the music video with the airplanes. <laughs> I'm and now she's that. just in love with that, too. Yeah. So. Go see Top Gun Maverick. You'll like it. All right, new movie. This week, a movie another franchise. Big, another big one. That I truly, until I saw the trailer on the big screen ahead of Top Gun Maverick, I was not interested in at all. And now suddenly, I really am excited to see this movie. The, the whole old school cast is back. That well, That's what won me that? over. You got yeah. Laura Dern in there. You got Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Sam Neill. Oh, Sam Neill. It, and it looks like they tie up together really well. I hope one of them gets eaten by a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> well, Samuel Jackson's already been eaten by a dinosaur, so he won't be in this one. Uh, yeah, and, that's right. He died in the first one. And uh, the, what's uh, Wayne Knight, Newman. Yeah, he, he died in the first one. He by all those spitting dinosaurs. Yep, he was trying to steal <laughs> stuff. Uh, but yeah, Jurassic World Kingdom. Is this is the called? conclusion. They say this is it. This is the they, last one. They say this is it for this trilogy. Oh. I saw that too. I was like, oh, oh finally it's, it's over. Out. It's a fake out. But if you, enough of you go, they're going to make gonna another figure one. out another way to get dinosaurs to. It just won't be with uh, Chris attack, Pratt. To and, attack humans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the after, life finds a way. Are there like after nine all. of them now? How many of them are there? Six, seven, eight? I think they're up there with the Star Wars. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. They still haven't figured out that you shouldn't breed dinosaurs. <laughs> Stop messing with it. Yeah. Life will find a way. Life will eat way. you. Yeah. <laughs> Science always wins, man. I don't know what to tell you. I'm excited for it, though. I think it's going to be really good. So we'll get a reaction to that when we see it, hopefully this week. All right, Jeff, that is it for episode 17. Who that. was the last jazz player to wear number 17? 17. Ronnie Price? Was Ronnie Price Was it that long ago? He was 22 and then 17. 17. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, I will go. Yeah, I'll have to check that one. So when they trade for Joel Embiid this summer, uh, he'll be wearing number 17 mm -hmm. with the Utah Jazz. They trade everybody? That Everyone's good. Is that Donovan and Rudy? <laughs> the whole team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both. Yep. Together. All right, that uh, would be the funniest irony of it all if you traded them together. <laughs> send <somewhere>. to the <laughs> same place. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy Sacramento, you two. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Good show. Good show. Have a good week. For Ashley Bell's behind the uh, the scenes. What did I just call you? Yeah, I called you the right name. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley Bell's behind the scenes. Uh, and Mike Aguilar as well. For Jeff Miller, I'm Austin Horton. Utah by five. Trust me.